Dim, de, 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 de. You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle and entertainment. You're listening to Metal and High Heels, the official podcast from the magazine about metal, lifestyle and entertainment. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of the Metal and High Heels podcast. I'm your co-host, Kiki, and I'm here with... Steffi, hello. And Pia, hello. Today we talk about what everybody is talking about at the moment and probably nobody wants to hear anymore. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somehow annoying, the topic. But we asked several artists around the world how they and yeah their country and their band deal with the situation right now. Yes, we asked them a few questions and we just wanted to know how their country is dealing with the, with the whole situation, how they themselves are coping, as well as taking care of themselves and their mental health, and also how the band business is or their band is dealing with this business <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we are very happy that the bands truly are from around the world for example we have araya flame from the usa moon from ecuador skadas from israel the number zero from japan evignat from norway and so on and so on um, you can see them in the show notes of this episode and also in the chapter marks. So if you're interested in a specific country, you can just click on the chapter mark and directly listen to the statement. Yeah, and after every statement we're going to listening right now, uh, we exchange our thoughts on what the artists say because they have interesting points of view and different situations, of course, and all the devices, how you can support them and your favorite bands in general. Yeah, and before that, we have a few news concerning COVID-19 and the metal business. Uh, on our last mini-sode, you heard some of the news, and of course, it's still happening, everything is still changing, and so even though <laughs> we've been um, at home, quarantined, or, or self-isolating um, for several weeks, week, uh, several weeks, now uh, things have have kept changing and also artists have um have well said their statements as well and so i wanted to tell you a few things that i have uh learned in the past few weeks and for example uh trivium singer matifi is keeping up with his non-touring routine that entails working out spending time with his toddlers and streaming on Twitch. I have mentioned this before, um, Matt and Alex Bent, the drummer of Trivium, both stream on Twitch and have actually started to generate some income from the streaming platform. Uh, and so in an interview that I'm going to link in the show notes, Matt said that his subscribers on Twitch have gone up eightfold since the lockdown measures started around the wow. world, which means a lot just yeah just imagine he was already making money from a uh, twitch that's owned by amazon and it suddenly started went up eight times so he's earning eight times more what he was doing before and ju not just because but because 
people are staying more at home and and have taken more time to watch uh, his show on the internet so if that's not a good a good reason to start looking into a source of income like this one i don't know what will convince you <laughs> yes and in other news from a little not so far from us uh, Anneke van Giersegen from the Netherlands uh, released a statement uh, almost a month ago, I think. And she told everybody, well, what we already knew actually, that she relies on her income from playing live. Very often she goes on tour with the different bands and different projects and she also does uh, does a lot of solo gigs. And she performs also at several uh, different events. In the Netherlands, I think she once performed from the, for the Dutch King or something like that. And so uh, suddenly not being able to perform live has obviously um, affected her uh, very harshly. And so she is offering to record guest vocals for bands around the world for a special price in hope of getting a new source of income uh, as long as these measures are still enforced. And... Just yesterday, I think, I um, saw a short video of hers on social media where she said that it, she actually got a lot of messages from all over the world from ba for bands and other and musicians wanting to collaborate with her. So she is in the process of choosing two songs to do um, guest vocals for uh, only this month only the past month. So every month she's going to choose one to two songs. And I'm also going to link uh, that uh, post on the sh in the show notes. So if you're interested in working with Anneke van Giersegen and who isn't, <laughs> exactly. uh, you should definitely check that out and maybe message her. And in my last piece of news, um, my favorite band, Epica. <laughs> uh, I just told you in the Minnesota a few weeks ago that uh, Epica postponed or might have to postpone the release of their um, upcoming eighth studio album. Uh, well, what they have confirmed now uh, that is postponed is the concert that they were going to play by the end of this month of May in my home country of Ecuador. And they they moved it to September of this year, which is not very realistic in my eyes. But I mean, um, we still want to be hopeful and optimistic, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think I the most um, gigs or shows I wrote about, they all or most of them said, "Okay, let's do it next year." I it feels like. This year, 2020, is for most of the people just already dead. And okay, we can do nothing anymore in this year. And but well, yeah, let's see how it how it develops. No yeah, no one. They knows. already killed festival summer, so yeah, the season yeah. is over <laughs> already. <laughs> Before it begins. That is so sad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Corona truly affected all of us all around the world and the three of us live in Germany at the moment and it seems as if Germany is one of the countries who suffers less than many other, especially European countries. 
So what I mean is compared to our number of citizens, which is more than 80 million people, we don't have so many infected people or deaths until now. Um, maybe this is because of the famous German angst, maybe for other reasons, I don't know. Anyway, it could be a lot worse over here. Um, and before Kira from Sündenrausch tells us something about the situation for bands here in Germany, I'd like to know from you how you deal with the situation. Kiki, you already said in our minisode that you live without a spleen and you quarantined yourself. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm actually doing fine. I've been having lots of work and um, I've been playing uh, online games online with new people. So even in isolation I am getting to know new people and that's that's something really cool I just went to the dentist today and last week and the week before <laughs> so I have been outside in the world <laughs> in the well, well Finally. world Finally. <laughs> uh, well kind of yeah but um, I am starting to see that I have been struggling like with my mental health, like trying to maybe hold on to some kind of normality. Like at some point it was like the quarantine was my normality and everybody and, and, and well, the, the, the measures were being um, lifted and I started to think, oh my gosh, and everybody's going to want me to go back to the office or something like that. I'm not yet ready yet. <laughs> so um, it's, it's tough. I think I'm obviously not the only one. Um, with these kind of thoughts or struggles, but I am glad to be aware of all of this so that I can work through it in therapy and with myself. And otherwise, I also try to eat healthy. I do yoga every day. I meditate every day. And that's how I try to keep sane. Mm -hmm. How about you, Steffi? Well, uh, I'm, I'm good except that I'm quite tired all the time. I don't know, maybe it's it's that spring, you call it Frühjahrsmüdigkeit um, in German. <laughs> tired uh, because of, or I, I don't know, tired in spring. Spring tiredness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which I just don't understand because everything is just going to get alive again. The trees, the plants, everything. And so why shall be the body tired? I don't know. I don't understand, but well, yeah, um, I'm healthy. I think that's in the moment the most important thing, definitely. Um, also, my I'm mental healthy, hopefully, I think so. And yeah, I tried <laughs> to stay in home office and I failed. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I went quite fast back to to my normal office. I think after two weeks, because um, so many people there stayed at home, and I was almost alone there. So I think, hey, come on, I don't see anybody. So why shall I not be there? It's I didn't saw a problem there. And, um, yeah, I uh, share my flat with um, other people, so three other people, so um, I always got some, yeah, I, I wasn't alone. I had my boyfriend, I think that 
that was for me the most important thing that I still could have um, social contacts. So yeah, it's hard to see um, that I couldn't see some friends. Of course, I think that's just for everybody quite hard in the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just wonder when it's over. I also want to visit my fr uh, family, my parents, but they are not the youngest anymore. And I think if you do it in a logical way, if you still s try to stay on that, uh, I call it the scientific way, don't know. Uh, I just want to visit them if I'm vaccinated, because otherwise there's just no, or there, there will always be the option that I got the virus in me and um, so they got it. And they live in the countryside and well I think maybe it's a little bit um, safer there because there are just not so many people, don't know. But yeah, it's of course it's quite strange and the summer holiday <laughs> festival plans died of course. So it's just like, okay, yeah, I can study a lot right now and uh, don't know, do, yeah. do stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm so happy about that. <laughs> yeah, looking up my master thesis, finally. <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah, that's it. And you, Pia? Um, for me, not so many things changed. Um, I'm very privileged with that. But in the beginning, the situation was very weird for me because my workload expanded instead of um, having less things to do. I had more to do because I had um, to do a lot more of work for my day job, more than usual. And I also have a shop where we sell vegetables and stuff. And here, like everywhere else, people were buying so many things in the beginning, especially food. Um, and so were many people worked less or stopped working completely and media was full of reports about that plus many friends called me because now they had time for it <laughs> I had so much to do but that calmed down and um, now I have less to do than before than in the beginning of the year so things that changed for me are that I sleep more I started doing sports at home because I really miss sports a lot I do bicycle tours with my husband and I spend more time with him in general and enjoy that he's cooking for us very often. Um, nice. And I have more time for playing video games and I tidy up things. So I also try to, um, to get something positive to spend my time on things that I, that I didn't do in the past but I wanted to do. So, But now let's talk about the situation here in Germany. Um, in general, here in Germany, we have to wear masks when we enter shops. And there are also restrictions when you go to work. So if you share an office with someone and you sit together very close, you also have to wear masks, but not in general. I think um, you have to keep the distance of at least 1.5, uh, yeah, one and a half meters to others. Um, also in the office then. And we are only allowed to meet one person beside our household. This is the beginning of May and they, um, they loosen these restrictions. So um, okay. restaurants and stores that didn't sell food were closed for a long time. That changed partly and they are already thinking about opening restaurants again, at least here in Lower Saxony. Um, 
But as I already said, the festival summer was cancelled because huge events were cancelled until September. Yeah, but they relaxed these restrictions now step by step and I hope there won't be a second wave, but I don't know, I'm very skeptical. <laughs> yeah, but now let's listen to how the coronavirus affects the bands in Germany. Hi guys, this is Kira speaking from the band Sündenrausch and we're from Hamburg in Germany. And in Germany, the current situation is for musicians at least is you can't play any concerts of course at the moment but it is also very difficult to plan ahead I mean bigger festivals were, were cancelled until August end of August but the regulations regarding smaller concerts aren't really uniform across the country so that makes it really difficult to plan and You know, I mean, it's almost impossible to, to plan tour at the moment, even for smaller bands who would play for an audience that's, let's say, less than five or even 300 people. So, yeah, this, this situation is really frustrating. And also, um, of course, I mean, the financial situation at the moment for musicians that... Um, that have no other income than playing gigs, you know. That's, that's really hard. But what concerns me the most at the moment is that we don't know how many of the, the clubs will survive this crisis. I mean, it's, it's a tough business anyway, and it's getting even tougher, because if there are even less places you can play, you can have live concerts you know that makes it even harder for for bands to get out there and get a chance to present their their art their music so that is something that is really worrying me at the moment um yeah my band Sintenrausch well obviously we're not playing at any concerts at the moment so what we are doing is we're doing some songwriting. Of course, we're not sitting down like we would normally do and do that together. We are doing it, um, yeah, in a digital way, online way. So we are sending our ideas um, back and forth. Um, and actually, that is, that is working pretty, pretty well, I would say. But of course, it's not this, not the same feeling. And um, yeah, but but anyway, I mean, we're being creative, and I think that's important. And you know, staying in contact and exchanging thoughts, and and also staying in contact with with your followers is very important. Um, yeah, we have a new merchandise item, which is of course a face mask a protection mask with our logo on it but i guess that's you know i mean that's not the answer to all our problems um yeah so we we are really focusing on um, getting some some new ideas recorded and yeah i don't know i mean probably next year we will be suffered in so many new albums and singles 
I don't know if you can get the attention for your product that you want next year. But we, we will have to wait and see, I guess. So, yeah, trying to be creative. Sometimes it's hard because all of the uncertainty that is going on. Um, yeah, and I mean, fans could, could order CDs from us. That is something that would support us very directly at the moment. Or book some, some guitar lessons um, from Michael or some drum lessons from Jörn. You know, those things would support us at the moment. I myself, I have another job on the side that I'll that I'm working so I mean I have short uh, short time work at the moment too but it's okay so no worries there at least yeah but I don't know it's it's very worrying the whole thing but you know we try to to stay positive and cheer each other up which is very important and you know we're all in the same boat I think that's something to hold on to to cling to so yeah well we would love you guys to tune in on our music if you like and um, yeah everyone stay healthy stick to the regulations stay safe and take care of each other um, yeah how Kira mentioned it's very critical for the small clubs right now locations and um, yeah can can they survive nobody knows right now and hopefully the um, yeah the state will help them and they will get money to yeah to be supported but honestly <laughs> I'm quite skeptical because um, of course I, I read newspapers and They also said they want to do it with low um, um, low paper stuff. What is it? Uh, and yeah, I, we would see. I think the best way is um, im that's even more for festivals. But if you don't, or if you just um, uh, stay your ticket and do not want to get it paid back, so they still have the money to stay alive. But um, yeah, just like like pubs or something, who also did some live music and yeah, need to sell their drinks and so on. Yeah, definitely would be hard. And I saw also already lots of um, yeah, quite small and local um, actions about that. And um, who wants? Yeah, you can um, spend your money, and they will uh, spread it to to the affected bars, clubs, whatever. And yeah, maybe that's the best thing if you look around what's in, in your hometown, in your, um, yeah, how you can do local support right there. I'm also skeptical and I know that some clubs, some bars, um, they did crowdfunding and some in some bars you can buy a digital beer, so you spend, I don't know, two euros or something. I think that might help for a month or two, 
they have to um, keep their bars closed for a longer period of time that might not work anymore because who's willing to do this crowdfunding over and over again for a club or a bar I don't think that people keep up to this for a long time yeah exactly yeah but there are also um, other things that bars could do and we will come back to that later maybe you will definitely hear it in one of our statements um, yeah shall we go to our neighbors in Switzerland and hear what's going on over there in the last episode we talked to Dreams and Fragments from Switzerland and they also sent us a short statement hello it's Arena, singer of Dreams and Fragments We're from Switzerland and we've been in a lockdown for quite a long time, but now it's slowly loosening. We haven't rehearsed since the lockdown. That's strange, but it fits to the rest of our everyday life, which is also quite strange, but also brings out the best in us. Many people suddenly become extremely creative. We are also working on new songs again. Well, especially our mastermind, Chris. He is composing the songs for our next album. I would like to write the lyrics for it very soon, but as a journalist, I have almost more work than usual at the moment. Therefore, I don't have much time for anything else. But I'm really looking forward to it when everything gets better, when we have time to rehearse and write songs again, because that is what we love. Thanks a lot for supporting us in this. If you want to know more about Dreams and Fragments, I recommend you listen to the episode before. We will put the links in the show notes um, together with everything else that we or other people mention in this podcast so that you can easily find that. We can, you can find the show notes at metal-and-highest.com slash podcast 68. 68. <laughs> Great. Um, we also asked our other neighbors in Austria. Um, and now Siegfried from Dragony will tell us how things in Austria look like during the Corona crisis. Hey, this is Siegfried from Dragony. Um, yeah, so the Corona situation, of course, has affected us as well. Um, in fact, it was quite a bit sad for us because we were scheduled to go on a tour Uh, at the end of April with uh, Twilight Force uh, across Europe. Uh, that would have been really awesome for us, really great opportunity just to sort of close out uh, the promotion cycle for our last album, Masters of the Multiverse, which came out in 2018. Unfortunately, that uh, tour had to be cancelled, so we couldn't go now. Also, pretty much all our other shows uh, for 2020 have been cancelled so far. There's one still coming up with my former band, Visions of Atlantis, on 15th of October in Vienna, so I hope that at least we can have one show this year. Um, but yeah, it is what it is, and uh, we were also, we are also in the middle of uh, the production of our new album, and of course, due to the whole corona situation, also that production process has been delayed a bit. Um, we were originally aiming for a release in late 2020, but right now it's looking more like it will be early 2021 because of that. So yeah, it has definitely affected us, but we were still a lot easier off, I think, than a lot of other bands who had really huge financial losses with whole tours getting cancelled and uh, large tours getting cancelled. So yeah, it's knock on wood, it's, it could have been worse. We're still among the lucky ones. And yeah, we hope to be back in force Uh, in 2021. Here in Austria the situation um, has been pretty strict up until now actually. We did a 
like almost complete lockdown of businesses and and you know uh, public places already at the end of March or mid-March actually it has been going for one and a half months um, this really reduced the the new cases the number of new cases uh, in Austria and now uh, beginning of May uh, we've started to slowly open back up uh, and now businesses are running again and uh, uh, yeah people are, can go back to the office and stuff like that it's still encouraged to do more home office if you can um, and I think schools will also take a little bit longer but yeah let's see how, how it develops now and see if, if it results in, in more new infections or if it's just a kind of stable here in Austria now uh, let's hope for the best hope everyone is safe take care and see you on the road This is not the first time that we've heard uh, Siegfried's voice on the podcast. We once talked to him about a copyright law. Yeah, that was very, very interesting, the episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. Yes, it's a very informative episode that we will, also, we will also link in the show notes. But his statement to this uh, topic was obviously also very interesting. Yeah, and it, um, he mentioned something that many bands have to suffer with. They just can't play shows at the moment. They have to cancel tours. Also tours that should have started, I don't know, in April or something. I think that was also what happened with, with all of the festivals. I think they were just waiting for the last minute, you know, with the last hope, clinging to the last hope of maybe this will be quicker than we think and it will be over and we will be able to do our business as usual but it's not business as usual and um, I think tours or, or musicians and artists that, that are still still not cancelling the second half or the, or the last quarter of the year the events that are supposed to happen then uh, have the same attitude and Well, we will see. We can just. I hope. can also imagine that um, when you yourself cancel, for example, a festival, that you have to give back the money for everything. And if you cancel it because you're not allowed anymore to do the festival, maybe then you can take an insurance or something. But I don't know. I could just imagine that 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 there are also these kind of things in the background. Who knows? If you know that out there, <laughs> tell us. <laughs> Another band uh, that had to cancel a tour very, very short before it should have happened are And My Guard. And we asked the singer Anna if she could tell us what is going on in the Netherlands right now. So here is her statement. Hi, this is Anna from And My Guard. Thank you so much again uh, for reaching out to me. Well, what is the situation in my country? Well, as far as my followers know, I moved to the Netherlands since I'm here since 2019 September. And if you were familiar with the news, the numbers in the Netherlands were really, really bad in connection with uh, dying and with infected people. So the first two or three weeks, they were a nightmare. Uh, I, I truly didn't uh, leave my apartment. I just had to go to the groceries. I went to the groceries and I just came back. I was really busy with postponing shows. I work as a booking agent, not for only my band, for MI Guard, but I, I work with several bands and acts. 
So the first uh, on the first few weeks, I was working a lot. I was trying to postpone many shows as I could, including ours with Guard. We were about to uh, tour in April, and I was truly, truly looking forward to it to be on stage again after months. Uh, but I had to accept the fact that it won't, it's not going to happen in April. So I was busy with postponing uh, our shows. We were about to play with the Kingfisher Sky, mainly in the Netherlands. And uh, I postponed the shows to most of the shows to June. But still, I don't know if they're going to be happening. Because we're waiting for another announcement from the government, which will take place on the 20th of May, as far as I remember. So I, I just cannot tell our fans if these shows will happen or not. But of course, I'm, I'm prepared for the worst case scenario, which is, which will be, of course, we won't be able to play in June either. So the worst situation, the worst, sorry, the worst thing in this whole situation is we don't know. When the one news, when news will open, we just don't know uh, what's going on with the promoters, and uh, they are really, really, really uh, busy uh, with postponing other shows as well. And of course, uh, uh, you can read it in the news that maybe this year uh, there won't be any possibility for the music events to 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 happen or to take place, even in small venues. I don't know. And this is the most stressful thing about uh, in this whole situation for me as a booking agent and for me as a musician who was about to tour. So, yeah, that's all about the negative things. Of course, there are always some positive side, uh, which is uh, we're working on some new material. We are working on some new songs, so we will record uh, them in the summer in Hungary. Hopefully I will be able to go back to Hungary without two weeks of quarantine. Uh, so in yeah, in Ju July, uh, we will uh, work on new songs, which will hopefully com come out um, uh, in the autumn. And we can present them uh, with a tour. So that's our plan right now. Sometimes I have really positive days and sometimes I have really negative days. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to survive these uh, weeks with being creative and being positive as much as I can. And how can you support us? Uh, there is my web shop on Etsy where you can, you can order or albums or merch and I created some really special boxes uh, which include of course uh, albums, merch, bags or tote bags, peaks and I make candles, I make some handicraft things so if you want to support us uh, you can check out uh, uh, my shop you will find the link uh, everywhere on Facebook and on Instagram and also I was really happy that I, I read the news that Spotify announced uh, that uh, you can support artists directly from their Spotify profile. Uh, there is my uh, PayPal me, pay me, PayPal link, something, <laughs> sorry. So, so I added our uh, PayPal link. So if you want to support us, we would really appreciate it. And of course... Uh, 
will be happy for for any 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 positive comments uh, as well it is it is much needed it is it is much needed uh nowadays so thank you so much uh i was anna from the netherlands breda and my guard and i wish you uh, good health and love and joy and everything thank you so much And not only concerts um, are events that have been cancelled, but also other things that, uh, that happens behind the scenes is getting postponed, like the photo shootings from Tim Tronco, for example. Uh, we also had him, uh, or he also, <laughs> he also had something to say about how Corona has affected him in Belgium. So these, for me personally, these corona times are actually, they are cruel. They are very cruel times, of course, because we are confined in our homes. We can just go out to do groceries. and But honestly, I think that it's also a period of very good self-reflection. It allows us to... Um, to finally think about what we're doing, what we want to achieve in life, how we want to do things. We can reflect on our own principles, I think. And mostly it's, it's all, it's all valid. And we can all, and I feel like I finally can do it because I didn't have to press the pause button. Uh, the whole society is forcing us to reflect on our own principles and on our own, uh, on, on what we stand for. And to me, it's, 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 in a way, very interesting because, honestly, whenever somebody tells you, oh, I'm going to take it a little slower now, things are a bit too much for me at the moment, there are, there's still so much prejudice about that mental health thing where everyone will be, where you are easily judged upon the fact that, oh, hey, society is going on, uh, the world is still turning, why are you slowing down? While these times are are like a wake-up call, like, hey, it's time to slow down a bit, not not just for planet Earth, not just for our, um, not just because of this virus, but just personally to take it on a slower level. And this time for me personally has been so inspiring, it's It's helped me in uh, finding some inspiration again, in uh, working on ideas for future photo shoots and photo assignments, because all my photo shoots for March, April, May, June, and probably July and August will have to be postponed or cancelled. But it allows me to overthink everything. I think he looks at this whole situation very positively. Because he said he uses this time for finding inspiration and working on ideas. Of course, this is a very privileged situation that not everybody has because some people really have a hard time to really survive. But I think it's something that everyone can do because everyone or almost everyone is forced to slow down a bit and can also, like you do, Kiki, do some meditation or yeah work on ideas time for the things that you can't do in everyday life <laughs> and the next band you can listen a statement of is season of ghosts and sophia uh, also sent us her statement from the uk hi everyone this is sophia from season of ghosts and i would like to thank pia for this awesome initiative and for giving artists around the world uh, the voice to express uh, their opinion about the current situation and how this has been affecting uh, all of us. I'm pretty sure that 
Uh, everyone listening right now, they have plenty of stories to tell about the well, what's going on around the world right now. Um, and most stories are not very pretty. However, I'm going to be answering a few questions. Uh, yeah. And uh, let you know what I think. Well, I am from Greece and I'm currently living in the UK, so perhaps I can speak for both of them. Um, at the moment, I, I am in the UK. Uh, I believe that the UK acted very uh, slowly and uh, comparing to Greece, I was expecting Greece to be slow and I don't know. Yeah, because Greece being Greece and uh, I, I, was, I didn't have uh, very high expectations, but apparently... Uh, Greece uh, acted faster and better um, than the UK in certain aspects. But every country is dealing pretty much with the, in, in a similar way, apart from some Asian countries that really, really smashed it, <laughs> like Korea. And they, they really took uh, all the necessary measures fast and efficiently. I think in the West, we were very slow because... Probably deep down, we didn't believe that something like that was actually possible. Sometimes, you know, I, every time I wake up, I have to deal with the fact that my brain is not, how can I say, is not conditioned to believe that something like that is possible, that I'm experiencing it. So I have to re-explain to myself every morning that, look, this is the current situation you're living in. This is the world right now. This is the new normal. I believe that's pretty much it. I have the privilege to work from home and I am pretty much an introvert or selectively social. I don't know how to call it. I think I'm an introvert. I do not think that too much changed in my everyday life because I was not going out of the house too, too much anyway. I mean, I was taking a walk every day. And this is what I'm doing more carefully and in places that no, no other people are walking. So um, I do not live centrally in London. I, I live in the wider uh, London area. So it's like a suburb. So there's plenty of uh, breathable space. So you can walk and you can absolutely meet almost no one. So yeah, social distancing is quite easy in these cases. But I, you know, not much has changed in my everyday life apart from the facts that I'm unable to attend um, certain lessons I was doing in London. And um, I just feel a bit worried, very worried about everybody else who is putting their life on the line right now uh, for our countries to work around the world, the key workers and everything. It's, you know, it's not like I'm sitting home and I'm enjoying my luxury of sitting home and doing my thing and going about in my life normally other people are outside you know that they they have to wake up in the morning they have to fight they have to see and face all the horrors or the ugliness of the situation and of course my thoughts are with everybody who has been affected negatively by the situation losing jobs uh, losing loved ones any form of loss that's the only reason why um, my, my brain is preoccupied for a big part of the day thinking about people like that and how I could somehow contribute and give back to the community. Yeah, it's uh, th this period, I do not think that it has to do with me, you separately, it has to do with us. And um, I believe we have to think as a team and help each other any way we can and contribute in any way we can.
Uh, the situation, of course, has affected artists all around the world, including Season of Ghosts. Uh, we had to cancel plenty of shows. Uh, we had to cancel um, our March show with Bloodstained Child in London. We had to cancel another London show in May at Camden Rocks, which would be a, a very good event. And uh, most probably all of our other shows are going to be cancelled. Uh, we were planning an Asian tour. That's not going to happen. Uh, we were planning other European tours. That's not. They're not going to happen. Paolo and Max, uh, they live in central London, so we're unable to meet them. And they cannot meet each other either. However, uh, as I said, um, every challenge... Uh, also hides an uh, opportunity and that's exactly how I think about what's happening and um, I'm working, we are working, both me and Sam, we're working day and night um, in the um, infrastructure, if I'm allowed to say that, of the band. We are, we are preparing and we are grinding and we are cultivating relationships and we are uh, creating new opportunities and um, we are doing things and we are honing our skills, we're preparing material so that when this is all over, because at some point it has to be over, uh, we can come back uh, stronger than ever and, uh, and come meet you actually for a beer or two. <laughs> I'm going to be drinking water though. I'm going to be honest here and uh, I'm going to say that our livelihood doesn't depend on music and this is a very conscious decision that I took uh, from the first day I started doing music. I chose to have a different, to, to actually have a day job, to have a different source of income to support my music and uh, to not put all of my eggs in one basket. Uh, but that's just me. So right now we, we, are, we are doing fine. But of course, obviously, uh, we are losing the opportunities and the income that we would make if we toured and if we sold merch, but you know, it's no big deal. We're not gonna die, but other artists might. So uh, if you like a band, uh, you should definitely consider uh, helping the band by buying merch. Speaking of which, uh, how can fans support artists they like? Uh, like I mentioned, yeah, it's the, Obviously, if a band has merch and you like the merch, you can uh, support the band by buying what they have. For me, the most important thing is actually to spread the word. So it actually clicks with what we're going through right now because everybody's uh, very tight financially. So I, would, I wouldn't ask anybody to buy anything uh, from uh, Season of Ghosts unless you really want to do it. Um, and of course, <laughs> we would be very, very thankful. However, uh, for me, the best way of support would be to make a beautiful, beautiful Spotify playlist, share it with your friends, share it all around the internet, you know, make a really good one. Uh, playlists are a very good way to spread the word about artists and help them uh, level up in the Spotify algorithm and get more discoverability because that's how... Uh, things work with Spotify. It costs nothing for you, but it means everything to us. 
So yeah, playlists are a very easy and fun way to do it. Also spreading the word about a material, about our material, um, interacting with our social media posts, sharing uh, what we do, uh, watching our YouTube live streams. These are things that are fun. They cost nothing. They just, just a little bit of time. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Like I said before, uh, we recently started streaming on YouTube. Um, until now, we used to do live streams either on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, but we, we are now testing the waters with uh, YouTube live streams. So if you have a YouTube account, just look us up. Uh, we are completely stupid and we are saying tons of bullshit. And we are very much tongue-in-cheek. We do fat humor. We insult each other all the time. Uh, people are laughing at us. We're humiliating ourselves, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> well, our cats intervene very often. We play music. Uh, we, we started testing the waters with another thing. Like we are adapting our songs to um, uh, acoustic uh, versions. And sometimes we cover songs of other people. So yeah, if you're into that sort of stuff, you should definitely watch our live streams. Also, uh, we are working on our third album. Uh, and we are currently in pre-production stage. So we have a good handful of ideas for guitar uh, and for titles and uh, themes and everything. And we are going to be working with uh, Fatal Fee again on keyboards. So it's going to be a very interesting collaboration. I predict that the album is going to be a bit darker, more aggressive electronics. Uh, but let's see how, how it's going to evolve. And last but not least, we are going back to basics and we are reorganizing our newsletter, our mailing list, because we found that social media has too much noise. The algorithms can be very tricky. Uh, our fans cannot really see our content because the algorithm says so. And it's a big pile of crap sometimes. So yeah, it's very, 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 very tiring. We are reorganizing our mailing list and you can be part of our inner circle if you feel like it. Uh, currently, we're sending approximately one uh, newsletter per week, sometimes two. Depends how much news we have and what we have to say. Yeah, I believe newsletters are a very calm and private and nice way to get the entire scoop in your inbox, the whole digest in your inbox and just read it anytime you want, any place you like without worrying about whether you're missing a post on social media or anything. Uh, however, if you're a social media person, you can also find us everywhere. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter and on YouTube, like I said, and on some less known social media like vk.com for the Russians. Yeah, and just turn on notifications. There's no way you're going to miss any update. Okay, so that's pretty much it. I wish lots of health and uh, healing, lots of healing to the world, to everyone affected and to everyone listening right now, because these are trying times. It's the first time we're going through something like this. And uh, we got to do what we got to do to help each other. I'm sending you all my positive vibes and uh, much love and uh, tons of cat hair. Take care. Bye-bye.
Sophia is the second person, I think, who mentioned Spotify. And Spotify is um, a very good keyword because we did what Sophia said. We did a Spotify playlist for this episode with all the bands who sent us statements. So go to Spotify and search for this one. You can only find the... Uh, you can also find the uh, Spotify playlist in our show notes. Um, and if it's like Anna said, that you can also um, support bands directly from the Spotify page, check it out and do it. I, To be honest, I didn't look that up because um, I'm not on Spotify. And um, what Sophia said, they had to cancel the show with Bloodstained Child. And guess who wanted to go to London and see this show? It was a dream of mine to see them together on stage. And bam! <laughs> yeah, even I thought for a second that I might join you for a London weekend. Yeah. yeah. I already had tickets for my flight. I had a hotel. I had everything. Everything was planned. I had my outfit. <laughs> you know? Oh, no! It was just about to happen tomorrow and then they had to cancel. <laughs> so, at that point, I can recommend a song by Betty Gardy. Um, Noah from Skylas, who mentioned it later in her statement. Uh, Corona, you fool. I think, Pia, that's a song for you also. <laughs> Quite funny. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you can find in the show notes. Yes, of course. <laughs> yeah, but what Season of Ghosts do, uh, I saw that from other bands too, that they do more stuff online, which I think is really cool because I like to see bands streaming on YouTube. It doesn't always have to be um, a concert or something like that, especially not an acoustic concert because I hate acoustic concerts. You can <laughs> also just... Um, Just keep in touch with your fans. Just do a question and answer or something. I think that's really cool and that's a good way to to show your fans that you are there. And I'm really looking forward to the new album. So this is also a time where you can um, you can write new stuff. That's also what Dreams and Fragments are doing right now. Um, and I think that Evignat or Razum, one of Kirsten's bands, also do it. That's what she tells us in her statement from Norway. Hey, this is Kirsten from Raisem and Evingnut. I just wanted to check in with you and give you an update on how things are with my bands and also uh, a little bit on the COVID-19 situation in Norway. All of us are practicing social distancing and are healthy so far. Our government is enforcing a five-person gathering limit per now, which means that we haven't been able to get together to practice or for online live gigs as of yet. Uh, we've also sadly had quite a few live gigs with Raisin cancelled as a result of COVID-19. However, we are rescheduling as many of those as we can for 2021. You can expect a mini tour in England and a couple of festivals in Norway. Uh, of course, we're hoping to see you then. Uh, as for Evingnut, we have a fourth album planned. The process of writing, it has slowed down a bit, I'm afraid. This is because we all have families and we have work to tend to, which has to come first, uh, of course, in the situation we now find ourselves in. I'm glad to see that the curve is flattening in Norway, though, and as our government is slowly easing up on restrictions, 
and getting back to normal, so will we, and a new album will eventually see the light of day. Norway has been on a strict lockdown since early March, and our culture sector has been and still is suffering badly for it. All events, gigs and festivals have been cancelled until the 1st of September so far. We do, however, understand that this has to be done in order to combat this virus. In spite of this, we are blessed with lovely nature walks and a lot of space in between houses where we live. That gives us the freedom to move outside our homes without being too close to other people, which really helps keep us sane. We're also still allowed to pop into the shops to get food and other essentials we need. As long as we keep up social distancing, uh, Norwegians are, are already naturals at this, and we have to wash our hands, of course. I do miss hanging out with my family and friends, though, and being close to them. Last but not least, when it comes to getting our culture sector back on its feet, our hope is that everyone is eager and hungry for music and entertainment when this is all over and will come back stronger than ever. My wish and hope is that everyone who can afford to hold on to their tickets and festival passes to reuse next year and support their friendly neighborhood musicians. So, until we see you again, stay safe and healthy. Lots of love from me and the boys in Raisem and Evignat. If you thought that voice was familiar, you have heard Kirsten's episode uh, about Raisem on this very podcast. We will link uh, that episode in the show notes. It was an interview that we did earlier this year before any of this uh, pandemic stuff started going on. And, uh, well, at least here. <laughs> happy <laughs> and, times. Um, yeah, those were happy, more, um, no, less complicated times. I found it very funny that But she said Norwegians are naturally socially distancing. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm hearing a lot from the Nordic countries. That was also what I thought um, Sweden didn't um, do, yeah, didn't do a lockdown. And um, mm. I also read that it's, yeah, well, in Sweden it's just quite normal. We always do social distancing, so <laughs> why should we? <laughs> yeah. It's a very big difference if you have so much space and your neighbor is two kilometers away or if you just live next to him or her in a flat with thousands of other people in one house or hundreds of other people yes so for some countries it might be easier or for some regions it's obviously easier to do this distancing and then you can you don't have to be so strict with everything yeah and uh, now we're going to leave europe and go to israel And there we ask the band Skarast, uh, which I already interviewed at a festival time ago. And um, yeah, Noah, the singer of Skardas, also sent us a statement about the situation in her home country. Hello, Metal and High Heels. This is Noah Grumman from the band Skardast. How does my country deal with the, the situation? Well, in Israel... Uh, it's very similar to other countries around the world. Around the beginning of March, you know, businesses started to close gradually. We were allowed to have less and less people together until the point where we had a complete lockdown 
And at the moment, we are starting to slowly come out of this lockdown, but still, you know, nothing is certain. This affected the band in many ways. Um, we were right in the middle of recording our upcoming album, and it kind of took us by surprise. The week when it all started was right between the drums and the choir's recording and we had to cut the choir recordings in the middle and then record a part of the choir in complete isolation. And on top of that, we had Patty Gertie, who is uh, featured in, in the album, which is an amazing thing, but it was supposed to be even more amazing because she was supposed to come to Israel and to record it with us and then to shoot a video, including the choir and the strings quartet and other surprises that I won't reveal because there is a slight chance that we may uh, be able to produce this video next year. And also she was supposed to play a show together with us. And well, you know, everything got canceled, of course. And the worst part is that it got canceled last minute because it all happened in a matter of days. So, you know, between a certain days and two days after, she had to cancel her flights, unpack her suitcases, um, you know, and we had to cancel the video production, come up with an alternative solution for her recordings, and come up with a solution for the show, because the show actually happened. It was... I think one or two days before the complete lockdown so we were able to have 50 people in the audience still and we divided the audience into two parts we played two sets at the same night and Patty had only like two days to shoot her parts at home and then we projected them on stage on a big screen it was crazy one of the craziest shows I've ever done in my life for sure <laughs> Yeah, she even wrote a special song for the event. It's called Corona, You Fool, and you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> and you can see the small but very enthusiastic crowd who attended this special event. And of course, it completely broke our hearts because we were looking forward to it. We were planning it for a month and yeah, it was heart crashing for sure. Yeah, and then the rest of the recordings we could actually do almost normally because most of us record at home and we were lucky enough to complete the drums recording in the studio. Rehearsals, of course, we don't rehearse these days because it's not possible, but uh, we do make an effort to meet each other via video chat and, you know, to keep each other updated. And also it's very important to us because we're like family and it's important that uh, we see each other. <laughs> How it affects our everyday life. So Yanai works in high tech, so he can quite easily work from home. Itai had a little bit of time off from the army, but now he's uh, gradually coming back. And then Yoavia Dean and myself, we are uh, the three of us are music teachers and we are able to continue work online like many other teachers out there. For me, the most challenging part is to do the choir rehearsals because, you know, I'm uh, leading a choir called Healthcore 
we are used to meet once a week and there are 34 singers in this choir who are all used to meet once a week to rehearse and of course we're not able to do that so I have to come up with the very creative solutions to be able to maintain you know the weekly practice via video chat yeah. and this is damn challenging and of course I miss having regular rehearsals for both Hellscore and Skardust this is the part that I missed the most. One other major thing that uh, got affected by this situation is the cancellation of all our live shows and all the festivals. We were supposed to play in some major festivals in the summer. It was supposed to be, you know, our biggest summer so far, our biggest festivals so far. Uh, we were building up for this point for years. And yeah, it all got cancelled and, you know, some of them already booked us for uh, the next summer, but we have actually no idea what's going to happen. And also, you know, next summer is a year and a half away. It's, I can't even think about a year and a half from now and uh, where will the band be and what will happen and, uh, oh my god, <laughs> it's completely crazy. Future plans, yeah, so our near future plan is, of course, to finish the album and to release it alongside some videos and some uh, singles. Hopefully we will be able to uh, at least meet each other for video shootings and video productions soon to be able to give you a sneak peek and maybe a song or two from the album by the summer. Fingers crossed! We are definitely doing our best to make that happen. And then for after the release, hopefully, you know, within a year, we will be able to do the release show, which is, you know, a huge event. And then afterwards, touring. Touring with the new material alongside, of course, the known material. And do our summer festivals, um, of course, next summer. How can the fans support us? Oh, <laughs> of course, this is also a challenge because we can't meet and we can't really create new content, but we do our best to keep in touch with our audience via social media. And there is actually a very nice gesture from Bandcamp. They're waiving their uh, revenues share each Friday of the month of May. So if you purchase anything from Scardust on Bandcamp on Fridays of May, we will actually get the full amount of it. And this will really help the band with financing the new album. We were actually counting on all the live shows to fund the album this year, but uh, now that they're all canceled, we are sort of struggling. I guess this is uh, not unusual these days. Uh, a lot of bands suffer from the exact same thing. But uh, if the fans out there like us and like our music and would like to support the band, then just pick your Friday, go on Bandcamp, purchase literally anything you'd like. And of course, continue to listen to our music on all the streaming platforms. This also helps a lot. And of course, don't forget us. We're here. We love you. 
and we promise to give you an amazing album and amazing shows whenever this will be possible again. Just remember to stay safe, stay home, and use this time to make something creative and to take care of yourselves. Lots of love and hope to speak to you soon. Bye-bye. Corona tells very personal stories sometimes. Yeah. But very cool that they did a song out of it. I'll definitely listen to that one. And I'll see if I can put it in the Spotify playlist if they uploaded it already there. And it's said that um, like Noah said, it was supposed to be the biggest summer so far for them because they really worked towards this season and now the whole season is gone. Yeah, it's just such a fuck off. Yeah. It's, yeah. No words. Yeah, and it's not always possible to, to, to just do it in 2021. Some things you can just postpone another year, but I don't know if everything has to be postponed on 2021 and 2021 has its own events. We see it, um, especially in the sports sectors, that some events have to be postponed to 2022 because the 2020 events are going to happen next year. So it's a really complicated situation for <laughs> everyone. The But I think year um, of world history. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is exactly this. Um, but I think what Bandcamp does is a really cool thing that they support the bands even more now because they know they have a very tricky situation. We also asked Inga from The Number Zero how the situation is in Japan. So let's listen to her statement. Hello, this is Inga from The Number Zero. I hope you're all doing good, all things considering. Uh, here's my little corona report from Japan. And first of all, I have to say the country has been doing a pretty shit job so far. They started doing any measures at all, like way too late because they were kind of downplaying it because they wanted to keep the Olympics, which wasn't going to happen anyway. So that's that's really stupid. <laughs> I'm going to try to not keep this part like too long. But uh, generally, they started kind of hinting at the in the end of March that maybe people should not be going out on the weekends, but you should still be going to work. And then it's been getting gradually a little bit stricter from now, from then on. And they're kind of asking people uh, please to stay home. And they're asking companies to have their workers working from home and stuff like that. Um, and now finally, in the middle of April, a lot of people are having home office and the big chain stores and like shopping malls and cinemas and obviously concert venues and stuff like that are closed. However, it's not an order. So a lot of smaller businesses are still open on limited hours and they're being encouraged to do only takeout, which some of them do and some of them don't. So basically people are still going to bars and they're going to restaurants and uh, eating out. <laughs> And like big tourist places and stuff like that, and also big city metropolitans like Shibuya and Shinjuku and places like that are actually a lot less crowded than they used to be. But the residential areas, the suburbs, stuff uh, where I live are still 
packed with people. Basically, they're all meeting up, uh, having picnics, having their kids play together. Kids generally don't wear masks because they think kids aren't contagious. It seems uh, a lot of people are just playing football together, not wearing masks at all, or not doing anything. Which honestly kind of pisses me off because I feel like I can't even meet up with my band members to have band practice. But it seems like people don't really understand like how the thing works. So yeah, awesome. Of course, it's had a huge impact on anyone doing live entertainment. Live venues were kind of the first places that kind of got shamed. People were being told like, don't go there because it's a prime place for catching and spreading and all that stuff. And it's not wrong. <laughs> We have canceled all our performances from the end of March. And a few people were still trying to do it in early April, but it wasn't really a point because people weren't really showing up, which is understandable. The really sad thing is that a lot of uh, concert venues are like privately owned, and they're really struggling right now because they're not making any money at all. And two of the live venues that I really like have already like started crowdfunding to save themselves from bankruptcy, pretty much. And this is. Only like barely a month into Japan, actually starting to do any measures at all. So it's tough, and it's gonna get tougher from now on. I think it's of course tough for all musicians who are kind of banking on our live performances and our ticket sales and our merch sales and meeting people and spreading our fan bases and stuff.、Uh, being in a band. Isn't free, <laughs> contrary to popular opinion. So that's all tough, and it's sad because we all, you know, it's what we like to do is to go out and play and meet people. A few positive things though have come from it, I think, because it's such a new situation. So people like make up new things, obviously, and the whole like Twitter relay or Instagram relay for band people were kind of like. Challenging each other to play something or sing something, and then like you know tag people and doing that whole thing, and it sounds annoying, but for me it's been really fun, and I think for a lot of people who don't have a lot of motivation now because they don't really feel like they have a reason to be doing anything, that kind of gives them a reason to to sing and play and and you know, and also of course the whole like online concert thing has. Become much more known in Japan now than it used to be, and in the beginning, a lot of like concert venues and even practice studios and like bars and stuff were offering cheaper deals for bands to come there and do like online shows. And it's been really interesting, especially for a band like us who have a lot of audience not in Japan as well. It's been really cool because it's a way to kind of. Get to play for those people as well. It was really interesting because we have streamed part of our actual concerts online before as well, but never before have we played like just an online concert, and it was actually really fun. Like we weren't expecting to get as into it as we did, but we really did, and it was it was really fun. And I think like even if this whole thing ends and things go back to quote unquote normal, I think. The, this whole thing is gonna be much bigger, and it's gonna be a lot more normal, which is good and bad in my opinion. Because I personally, although the online concert was really fun, I 
think there's nothing that can compare to like the experience of actually going to a show and being there in person and like experiencing everything. And I hope that now that this is going to be more normal with online concerts, which is easier because you can watch it from home, I hope that doesn't make people who could actually have gone there physically not do that because they will be missing out on something, I really think. But the fact that it is going to be more available to everyone is actually really good. So of course, a way that you can still support our band and I'm sure support a bunch of other bands as well, even in these times, is just watch their stuff, interact with them, uh, stay in contact, even just that helps. And of course, we have a new mini album coming out on May 1st. And if you have the opportunity to, then please download it, listen to it and listen to it a lot, because that is one of the best things that you can do for us. It'll be on iTunes, it'll be on Spotify. We unfortunately don't have a web shop right now, but uh, if you do want physical copies or if you do want any merch uh, you can see all of that on our homepage which is the number zero band.com you can contact us there or you can contact us through our instagram which is the underscore number underscore zero underscore band or our twitter which is zero you know just with letters band and then zero with a number uh, you can contact us through there and we'll make something happen we've done that before there will be a new t-shirt coming out soon and also there will be some handmade stuff actually so if you are interested then just you know keep your eyes open and if you follow me or if you follow the band on any platforms then it'll be spammed in your face <laughs> all the time so you'll not be able to miss it and of course stay safe and stay healthy so that possibly we can still meet in the future you know hopefully in real life but also online i actually had huge plans of getting the band to europe this year now of course that's not going to happen this year but hopefully we can all get through this and we will live to try again so for me i was kind of lucky because my job has to do with touristing they decided pretty early on that they were going to close and i'm also really lucky that i get a little bit of economic support except for that and I also get a little bit from my parents. And honestly, now that I'm not really going out anymore, I save a lot of money. <laughs> so I am home most of the time, but I never get bored because I always have stuff to do. I, I'm a painter, so I paint a lot more now. Stuff that I normally wouldn't have time to do. And I'm writing lyrics. We're about to get the whole band to start making our next songs. And I've gotten to take a lot better care of my house and my aquariums and stuff. And if you've been following me anywhere, you know that I've been obsessed with the Final Fantasy VII remake. I'm also, now that I have this time, I'm able to make a lot more YouTube videos. So if you want to look up my band on YouTube, it's the number zero again. It's in Japanese, but it's all subtitled. So painstakingly subtitled by me. So, <laughs> And for all the creative people out there, like, I want you all to think about this time right now as a great opportunity to do all of the stuff and make all of the stuff that you wouldn't normally have the time to do because then you can look back at this time and know that you used it for something and it wasn't wasted at all but yeah that is my little corona band report from japan uh i hope like i said everyone's doing okay and if you're not doing good, then I hope you will be doing better very soon. Bye.
I also did an interview with Inge when I was in Tokyo and um, what she told me about how bands can work in Japan, um, they have very good opportunities to record some stuff or to have these uh, rehearsal rooms and everything. Um, and now some of the venues, as she said, also give the bands the opportunity to play there and to stream the concert. I think that's also really cool. It's not in this episode, but I can spoiler you for next episode. Uh, and there we interviewed <laughs> Indicolite and they're from the Netherlands and they told us they had also the opportunity and they did a yeah, live stream um, gig concert in a location. That sound also really pretty cool. Yeah. So now let's hear what Aziza from Area Flame tells us about the situation in the USA. Hi there. Yeah, um, this is very interesting times we're in with COVID-19. Um, how our country is dealing with it is basically to uh, take extreme precautions when you're going out in large groups, wear gloves, wear masks. They highly recommend it. Um, most of the country is on lockdown, only necessary buildings and businesses are open, but it really depends on the governor of each state how far they're taking the matter. Uh, for instance, in Michigan, we only have um, essential businesses open. We are slowly releasing like um, lawn care, things like that out the public but being extremely mindful of social distancing uh, my husband and I and my family my friends most of us are all um, you know being very good at social distancing I don't go anywhere except for work I work part-time at a bank so I'm an essential job but then I do my lessons all online right now so that makes it really convenient for me because I can still do my jobs and I'm fortunate it's not affecting my income very much. I have a couple of students who are on break because they lost jobs. How it's affecting my life mostly is I can't really see my friends and family as much as I would like to. That's sad and depressing. I really miss my 94-year-old grandma. Haven't seen her since Christmas, so that's really sad, honestly. But, you know, we're trying to protect her too, so I'm being extremely mindful of social distancing. Um, like I said, I just go to my job part-time and then I come home teach all my online lessons and do my business from home I don't go anywhere else honestly it's a scary thing to me I'm taking it very seriously um you know so I'm doing the best I can I'm an introvert honestly at heart so it's not really bothering me that I have to be cooped up in the house as long as I get out and it can enjoy the weather and get outside that's what really matters to me Yeah, as far as my band, Aria Flame, um, we're not able to do anything right now except for, you know, release a music video that was on the shelf for a little bit. We just released that called My Own Little Hell. That was nice. Um, but other than that, we really can't do much except for get online and maybe do some acoustic shows, things like that. But our bass player is also an essential worker. I believe my guitar player also is. So we're still busy. We just can't get in the studio and do things together right now. Um, I was pretty close to being 75% done with the album. But of course, coronavirus came and 
we had to halter that. I don't have professional recording equipment to do it myself here. But as soon as COVID-19 has slowed down and we're able to, I'm going to finish the album Sunriser up for the band, period. The other thing that it's has greatly affected us with is we're not able to perform or do shows. So that's all on hold right now also. We did have a couple of festivals we were going to perform at in the summer. But of course, those were canceled and, you know, respectfully so. So the best thing to do for fans to support us is to get on our mailing list so that they know when we're going to perform again and what news we have to release. They can go to ariaflame.com and sign up for our email list there. You also can visit my solo page at azizaworld.com and do the same thing or just shoot me an email, azizaworldinc at gmail.com. I can get you on our mailing list personally. Other than that, uh, the biggest thing is share our music videos, share our songs on YouTube, promote whatever you see us promoting, promote and find your favorite song on YouTube that you like. That would be a great way because we do have an awesome album coming out called Sunriser. But yeah, that would be the best thing to do is just see what song you love the most about us, whether it's my band or my solo stuff, and share it. That gets us a lot more attention than you than you would realize. I guess I just also like to add that I am accepting new voice students from ages nine and up online. Anywhere you live in the world, I can teach you lessons online. That is a big passion of mine is teaching voice, all the years I put into it and the studying I've done and the education I got. And I want to give back to others and teach what I've learned. So I am accepting new students, uh, especially on Sundays is my best days but I can fit you in on other days if you're interested. The other thing I would say is if you have, if you love and have a love for perfume and candles, body butter, uh, you can visit azizaworld.com to check out my fragrances. And there are some very, you know, known faces in my perfume ads who are my models. So check it out. See what you like. Let me know. And that's another way you also can support me. I really appreciate everybody who supports us, who also gives us time and puts their energy into keeping up with what we're doing. And I also want to thank you and Metal and High Heels for giving me the time to talk about my endeavors. Be safe, everybody. Thank you so much. I think it's really important uh, to listen to Aziza quite attentively. She mentions exact ways of how to support her and her band or her and her art, better put. Um, so I think that's what we have to do with all of our favorite artists, our local artists, our artist friends, and anyone who does or makes, creates, that's a better word, creates something that we cannot exactly buy or order online in a package. Um, from Aziza, you can actually order <laughs> candles and perfumes. Um, but artists also have um, releases and merch and everything around their music. So we should look not only to, which is maybe a good thing, to stream their music non-stop, but also to see what are they producing on the side or or what other 
source of in income do they have that we can support? Yeah. And I think that's very important. And Aziza mentioned something that is also very important. Uh, she said that she has to protect her grandmother by not visiting her at the moment. And I think especially that is very hard for many people. That is true. But we stay away because we love them, right? Yeah. And it's the same um, like with online concerts and stuff. We can do video chats and everything. You can obviously not touch the other person so you don't have a physical experience but it can help to it can help you over the time until that's possible again yes and on that note i have something to say we i have also read on social media statements from musicians saying telling other artists to stop streaming their music for free stop just giving it away because this um, this perpetuates the notion in consumers that music has to be free and that streaming and this feeling that streaming music costs nothing and that's why we just stream things for free on platforms like YouTube or any other um, internet service and stop buying their, their their albums and now that we can't go to their concerts we even stop doing that and i think that's very counterproductive i think it's a valid point to acknowledge that art and music has a value have both have a value and we have to pay the creators accordingly but i also think not streaming live or, or just not doing anything during these times where, where we cannot perform live is also not a solution. Mm. So there are many services online right now as well that are um, me pay methods, pay mechanisms, paying mechanisms so that you can do your um, concert from my living room or whatever while asking your supporters to pay what they want or to pay a minimum fee or whatever. It's not the first time. That's not new. That's nothing new. No, exactly. Because I remember when I was younger um, and I visited bars, then sometimes bands played and someone went around with a hat and you just put some money into it. So you can also do this online. You can just say, hey, cool that you're here. Cool that you watch our concert or live stream, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. If you like what you see, please contribute something on PayPal link. I don't know. That's the easiest way to do. I think that's what everyone can do. Exactly. But also, I mean, for, for the, from the perspective of the, of the musician, if you're a musician and you're right now thinking, I'm not going to give my art for free, so I'm not going to do anything, um, people might probably forget mm -hmm. you because we have developed very short attention spans. And if you're not there posting every day, we might forget that you exist. So if you're thinking about that and you're scared of just giving out your music for free, which you have studied for and worked hard to achieve the skills, that's more power to you. But then look for a source of income that keeps you active while at home and that gives you still a presence online. That would be my advice. And that's, I'm going to stick to that point a little bit while I present the next band. 
The next band is from my home country, Ecuador. They are called Moon, M-U-N-N. And they are very dear to my heart because I have had the honor of meeting them personally and also the other way around. I was friends with uh, with the guitarist Pablo uh, since we were teenagers. So he said something to me while we were f in the very first weeks of the of the quarantine and he he sent me an, an audio uh, and told me how he was doing and he was just as relaxed as I've ever as I've ever known him and he said that he was just starting to look at things like a new normal being at home and he just had this attitude this doer attitude of okay this is this is how, th how things are uh, we can change them and so I gotta start thinking how to uh, how to work with this how to make my art and how to you know go forward despite the situation and so the message that the messages that we have gotten from Ecuador and from Moon uh, have this positive message that I really think is very important so that we keep our hopes up for the future. Hi, I am Mariela Espinosa from Quito, Ecuador from the band Moon and I also have a personal project called Señor Maniquí about the crisis that we are going through, um, I can say that, especially in the beginning, I was uh, really sad, really affected, of course, uh, because of all the, the pain and the fear that I think that most of us were feeling, but also because I was watching how all the concerts, festivals and tours uh, that I had planned were just falling apart. Here in Ecuador it's really hard to have a professional career as an artist and especially this year I, I was about to harvest the fruit of, of so much work. Um, with my two projects we have uh, finished albums and I was about to release uh, the album of Señor Maniquí um, and I decided to just stop everything. And well, at first it was really, really devastating to see how the future is, in any case, will be really hard for us because probably there won't be concerts or, or public activities in, in a lot of time. Um, so, well, after this first stage of sadness, <laughs> I started to think about what, what are the options. And I'm still developing some ideas, but it's clear that we have to, to see other alternatives and in that case, one of the, the alternatives is that um, the, the ways to buy 
the music should be more uh, direct. So um, I'm hoping that we develop new ways to to put out our music, uh, that it's not through uh, mainstream corporations uh, that are not really uh, beneficial to us as as artists. Mm, so that's that's one of the the ideas that I think that we we must develop and and well i I hope that after this this process or during this process, we awake to the fact that if we don't work together, if we don't become one voice to demand our own rights to the government, if we don't start to develop systems where we can support each other independently, the future will be harder for sure. So I'm just hoping that this this whole crisis becomes us more aware and more together. Hey everyone, my name is Pablo. I live near Ecuador's capital, Quito in the valley of Tumbaco. It's a nice place. Right now, um, I'm going out for getting some groceries. Definitely, it has been a um, hard time for everyone around. And one thing that's happening a lot is mm, governments, uh, they are not so good at handling the situation. I'm not saying I'm, I would be better in that positions. It's just, it's a difficult call to make. Uh, making the right decisions for millions of people, right? So, um, around here we are trying to um, keep healthy minds and bodies and souls. I think it's important to look through the smoke, uh, the fear and the craziness that comes from the mainstream media and be responsible for what we are consuming um, being that food services or news information we are organizing to keep up keep up our work obviously redefining it rethinking it how do we involve how how are our relations our emotional relations our family relations are consuming habits, exchange habits, our work habits, and there was this this um, graffiti I saw in the October manifestations against policies all over the world that said, we cannot go back to normal because normal was a problem, and I think it's important to keep that in mind. Be safe, uh, watch for your food, watch for what you see, for what images and stories you're reading you're watching and stay close to your own self. Hello, my name is Miguel Angel Espinosa. I'm from Ecuador and I play in three bands. One of them is Moon. I'm also an independent music producer and sound engineer. And the situation for us, it's kind of the same as everyone else, everywhere else. Um, we are all locked down in our homes. And uh, for musicians, for artists, especially musicians, that's very difficult because our main income 
we get it from live shows and live performances and right now uh, that's been cancelled and postponed so we're all trying to find ways of doing what we do it's also very difficult times because it's not easy to share music right now to share art uh, right now everyone is online and that could be a, a situation where there's a big audience that we could reach but at the same time it's, it's not easy because most people is focused on on the crisis on the emergency most of the information out there is about understanding the situation and trying to help the people that needs most help so um it's not easy to share music and to share art in between that um we as a band have decided that we're going to use our platform to um reach our audience uh, not only with our music but all with information that we think it's valuable and that it's important to be shared so i encourage every artist every person out there that has any kind of reach any kind of audience that uh, you do your research um find your information and and spread the information that you think it's valuable it's not easy because mainstream media is constantly spreading information that it's so that revolves around uh, fear and panic and um and that's what most people get so it's very important that we research truthful information uh, honest and transparent information and and we share it we we consume it and we share it so we're going to do that as a band along as, alongside uh, sharing our new music and um yeah i also encourage people that wants to support their musicians their bands their favorite bands to use a platform called bandcamp i think bandcamp is one of the most interesting platforms in the way that they uh, the revenue that we get from bandcamp is way better than what we get from streaming services and they all they have been doing these days where they give 100% of the revenue to the artists and that's very very valuable in these times so for all the people out there that want to help us and all the bands that you like go to bandcamp buy our music buy the music of the musicians that you love and yeah spread the word keep calm stay safe and do your own research i have a question <laughs> um yes. to me all the three statements sound like people don't really trust media in ecuador because they make people panic a lot did i understand that correctly kind of and also kind of the opposite so at the beginning of the of the lockdown because in ecuador it was a very strict it is a very strict lockdown um the numbers the number the numbers of cases that have been confirmed and the number of uh, deaths by covid by covid-19 19 were actually way too low uh, mm -hmm. from that what we were seeing in in media and especially on social media or on videos that were uh, being passed on so uh, people don't trust the media because it's actually not always accurate and because uh, the government was actually either really n not 
testing reliably or, or the tests weren't just weren't enough like the government is saying or they were just not telling the truth mm. from the beginning and we will never know so um yeah but that is something that that is happening in ecuador but as you already said um pablo made a really good statement that i think um describes the situation really really good he said we cannot go back to normal because normal is a problem exactly and if that's the the conclusion <laughs> that sums up everything totally and uh, that's what i was saying before it's this positive attitude that we that we should all try to keep at least yeah I think we can uh, we can also take the example from Tim Tronku of that. We should uh, take a minute to reflect and while keeping this positive attitude, look forward to a new normal because I also don't think we should even want to go back to how things were. Exactly. We should go, we should look forward to a future uh, with more solidarity solidarity a word that I've been using a lot lately, <laughs> and with more um, appreciation for the people who are um, keeping the world together right now, keeping it from falling apart. And um, what you said before, Pia, about how uh, things have turned out in Germany uh, to now uh, um, at the beginning of the episode, I've seen many articles on the internet, and I obviously agree, <laughs> that the countries that have fared better through this crisis are actually those led by women. And so uh, that is something, I think, that is something that Germany had going for for it, for the country. To have a strong female leader actually uh, was a game changer in my eyes. I just wanted to add that we also reached out and wanted to hear from other artists and other people around the metal scene. Um, some of them couldn't make it and uh, special special greetings to uh, Lindsay Schoolcraft who actually really wanted to uh, give us a statement as well and unfortunately she couldn't make it but um, well We all understand that even if we are at home, we either still have to work and still have many things to do or are trying to be productive in other ways or not even that. It is a stressful situation to deal with a global pandemic and we don't all have to be productive and learn a new language and learn to cook and make sourdough bread or whatever. We also can be happy and uh, proud of ourselves if we are just holding it together every day, yes. <laughs> not losing our minds and staying sane and healthy, which is what I wish for every one of you out there and for both of you here as well. Yeah, same to you. Thank you. That were beautiful last words. I don't have anything to add. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kiki. <laughs> Stay safe, everyone out there. And we hope to hear you or we hope you listen to us again in the next episode. We will, as Steffi already said, talk to Indicolite from the Netherlands. And they also said something, how they spread their music during the crisis. So look out for that one.
Yeah, and of course, um, subscribe to the Metal Hiles podcast on iTunes or wherever you would like to listen to your podcast. And yeah, the show notes for this episode you can find on metal-highheels.com slash podcast. So, hear you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.